0: It's Millie Mills. We're back for another exciting week with Bring It In The House. This is the show that spotlights musicians, entertainers, artists, and leaders. And we have a fantastic, incredible leader this week. I'm so honored that I could catch up with him because he's very busy. He's an educator, philanthropist, Dr. King David Godwin. We're so excited to have you. You are, I mean, I, don't let me get teary-eyed, but I mean, <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> we go way back. We go way back. You were our instructor at the University of Arkansas Pine Bluff. You were dean. Were you dean when while I was there in the late 80s?
1: No, I was actually called an area coordinator and the assistant to the English chair, Dr. the Violin Coleman.
0: All right, good to see. That's why it's good to talk and have guests on so you can really lay it out how it really goes. Yeah, (laughs) and so how long were you at the University of Arkansas at Pine Bluff?
1: I was at the University of Arkansas for, I believe, 15 years.
0: 15.
1: And three of those years, no, two of those years, I was on leave to pursue the PhD at Virginia Tech.
0: wow. And you have your, your PhD is in what
1: area? My PhD is in curriculum and instruction at, with a cognitive area in theater. And then I have an EDD, educational doctorate in administration and education, which I got from Augusta University. So I wanted to be well-prepared as an administrator and a leader, but I also wanted to have that cognitive area of the arts because I don't think I'm ever going to lose that even in my role right now I haven't done anything since I've been here in the arts but since I've been invited back for another year here at the University of Maine Fort Kent I'm going to teach one class in um, I'm going to teach one class in problem musical theater in the fall
0: oh, okay. You are so busy. So I was looking at your resume, so to speak, and you, okay, you've been with, of course, how do you say this? Is it Voorhees? How do you say that? Voorhees
1: this? College,
0: yes. College, okay. Gramlin State. Yes. And, of course, you know, we just talked about UAPB, and now you are the interim dean at the University of Maine at Fort Kent. yes. And I
1: understand my title is going to change. instead mm-hmm. of being interim Dean, I'm going to be made dean for the coming year and possibly a second year but we're waiting on that second year discussion with the family.
0: Yes, See if yes. They,
1: they will allow me to do that.
0: Yes. What does your wife think about? I mean i you know you guys have moved quite a bit. I mean in your family you've had to get adjusted. How do they feel about it?
1: Well, you know, um, when you were at UAPB, my youngest son, Philip was like maybe five or six years old.
0: Exactly. I remember.
1: And now he is a father himself of three. And he has a 14-year-old. He has an eight-year-old. And he has a three-year-old. And he's always been by our side. And so I looked to him and my wife first, Christine has five kids now, and her daughter just graduated uh, graduated from high school and a community college where she took some courses uh, at, in the Fresh Start thing, you know, where the high school kids take courses. And so um, she's in Arkansas still, um, in For- Forest, Hill, Forest City. Curtis is working at Voorhees College right now, and he's working there as their uh person. He does all of the videos and that kind of stuff. And so they're workaholics like their dad was. Yeah. Um, and so when I decided to take this job, we had a family discussion and they all agreed it was okay. I had a about with the big C about two years ago. And Curtis kind of feels like I just need to take retirement. Uh, but my wife says I drive her up a wall because I get into my depressed state, because I want to work. I just, it's in my in my DNA. I really enjoy working. Yeah. And so she says, if it makes me happy, then I can do it. Uh, my wife went back to school and got a, a Master's of Divinity while we were at Voorhees. Mm-hmm. And so she understands, and she just retired herself. So she's very much invested in the kids, you know, the grandkids, because those kids, those grandkids are right there with us All have always been near us. And so um, I think maybe she'll come up for the summer and maybe they might come and just see what Maine is like. Maine is a beautiful state. It really I is.
0: Know it. I know but it is. They,
1: they've embraced my my desire. Uh, I don't think they really want me to work now. They want me to come home and just be there and be grandpa. In fact, Philip said, I can understand, but you're going to have to explain when you come home for the summer to your grandson why you're not coming home to stay. So they've always been supportive of whatever I wanted to do. And I'm gifted and I'm glad that that is the case, you know. Um, I'm, I've been blessed to have my family, they've never stood in my way. Even when I thought maybe I shouldn't have gone someplace and stayed home, they would say, no, this is what you need to do. This is for your advancement as well as ours. So they've been always been supportive.
0: That's amazing because that's rare that you can get that kind of support, you know? Oh, yes. A lot of a lot of families split on decisions like, you know, careers and things. So I'm so happy to hear that, you know, you guys held it together and, and it wasn't like forced to hold it together. These, they were supportive of you because they knew that, you know, your blessings will, will, will be their blessings as well.
1: 100 percent. 100 percent. And I love my family. I have one surviving brother now. And he and I have become very close. He's moved to Atlanta, so he's about 12 hours away from me. And for a while he was actually with me. Uh, So God has been good to me. I'm grateful. I'm so grateful.
0: God is good. It's good. And you look great too. Well, thank you. You're welcome yes when you were teaching you must have been when when you were on UapB campus you must have been like 17 I'm teasing
1: <laughs> oh my god well I, I think I was in that when I went to UapB I was like 33 wow and
0: yeah you, look, you looked very young back there I mean 33 is young but you looked even younger yeah well,
1: thank you um, being
0: yeah. Thank you being
1: kind yeah that's
0: the truth you know how. We were so young back then, we would say things behind the scenes, but we know nice things about you, but we never came forth to say, well, Dr. Godwin, you know, hey, you're so young and you're heading this department and you're doing all these great things and we appreciate you. We never got a chance to say that, you know, being young, shy. Well,
1: thank you. Thank you. I do appreciate that. I learned a great deal of things while I was at um at UAPB, and I really love Dr. Davis. I would not have gotten a PhD had it not been for he and Dr. Coleman, because, you know, when I went away for that two years, they actually paid my salary and they paid for a replacement while I was away, and all I had to do is come back and say, I'll give you that time back, but I stayed an extra three years after I came back. Um, It was just a blessing, but, you know, I had my sister, well, well, she's more like a mother, I guess I should say, because she had kids my age when I was born, mm-hmm. and she was going into dementia and health issues, and so I wanted to be back home near her, and that's why I took the job at Voorhees. Mm-hmm. And um, it, pain, it, it, there, I learned a real lot, a lot about. your mic,
0: your mic went low, went you know, muted
1: what i learned about administration there was uh,
0: particularly- we can't hear, can't hear you hear now Can you hear can't me? hear you your mic
1: i don't know what what went wrong there i'm not
0: sure what happened to the sound okay ladies and gentlemen you if you're just tuning in this is dr king david godwin he is a philanthropist and an and an educator, and he's always been affiliated with the arts. We're just having a few little technical difficulties right now, but he's going to come back. He's going to come back up and talk with us a little bit more because we want to hear his views as far as education. He's been an educator all of his life, and uh, we just want to touch on some subjects like what is you know, what is the, uh, or how has the educational system changed since the time uh, when he was reigning in his position versus, you know, how things are now. And it's so many questions that we want to ask him when he comes back up, hopefully he can get back on the stream with us. Um, In the meantime, while we wait on him, we can talk about our sponsor. We want to thank our sponsor for this week. Ramil, Aesthetics by Ramil. Thank you so much for sponsoring the show. I really wanna thank you. And a couple of other great things, I just wanna announce that uh, some of you may not know, but I became a grandmother April 1st. So I have my very first grandchild, my granddaughter, and we are so proud of her. Her name is Maya, Maya Aloy Maldonado. That's my baby, my granddaughter, Maya, and we are just, you know, we love her so much and I thank God for her. And so I just wanted to share that with you guys. Also, anyone want to be a guest on the show, just hit us up at 469-284-9922. Let me put that on the screen for you. Call us if you want to be a guest and make an appearance on the show, want to be featured. Just give us a call at 469-284-9922. We hope and pray that Dr. Godwin can get back on the the screen with us. Yeah, because we really want to hear a little bit more from him about all the great things that he's doing. So we just, um, in the meantime, what else? Let's talk about some things some good things. (laughs) I heard a quote the other day and I just had to share this with you guys while we wait for Dr. Godwin to come back up. There's a quote that says, be a goldfish. And I, you know, when I first heard it, I'm like, be a goldfish. Hmm. What does that mean? Well, goldfish, according to researchers, goldfish have a very short memory. Okay. looks like uh, he's trying to come back in okay devices are connecting right now but according to researchers in science um goldfish have a very short memory 10 seconds so after that it's gone it's forgotten so that's some good wisdom for all of us we hold on to a lot of things that we shouldn't a lot of times and it it plagues us it makes us feel depressed sometimes because we can't release Some of the things that may not have gone over so well in our lives. Be a goldfish, forgive yourself, ask God to forgive you, and then poof, forget about it. Forget about it. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm your host, Millie Mills, and we're waiting for Dr. uh, Dr. Godwin to get back on. King David Godwin, he's coming into the studios. I'm going to add him to the stream now. I believe he'll be back up here just in a second. Yay, we're just so happy and excited to have you on this show woo, woo, woo. All right, Dr. Godwin
1: Can you hear me now? I
0: can hear you just fine We can't see you, but we can hear you
1: I don't know what's going on here There, there you are,
0: woo my you phone is just
1: crazy. <laughs> I've asked my wife to let me have a, a, a iPhone, and she keeps saying no, no. We're gonna keep the
0: Android. So
1: <laughs> forgive her.
0: We forgive her, and we thank her <laughs> for allowing you to visit with us for these thirty minutes, Doctor Godwin. And I wanted, to, oh, I want to get your take on because um, since the time you came into the educational field, I'm sure things you've seen things come and go. Things have grown. And what's your take on the educational system? How is it different now than then?
1: Well, of course, you know, COVID just took everybody awry. Yeah. Um, and everybody had to learn how to do things online. I fought that for a long while. And um, at, at Grambling, you have to develop a course over the period of a whole year. But when I went to do some sub work at um, Southern University in Baton Rouge, they said, no, you gotta have this credential immediately. So I spent my whole summer learning to teach online and I began to love it. Uh, My second doctorate I did online for 90% of the time and going to seminars, but it was not like having to teach a course online continuously. So yes. it's, it's been a good thing. And I think uh, technology is just wonderful when it works. As we, it just, works. we just saw, it didn't work for me for <laughs> a little while there. But I think it's a great thing. And I think we can meet more masses now because of the technology. And I think it's an easier route. Like here at Fort Kent, we do seven weeks classes and so you can take a class for seven weeks, knock it out, and then take a second class for another seven weeks. And, you know, so it's taking, you can, I guess, take up to 30 hours almost in a semester because in that seven week span, you're expanding your knowledge base and being able to go on ahead. And something that we couldn't have done, you know, years ago. Yes. So I think it's a wonderful thing. Yes. And I love technology. I'm I'm learning to do new things with it every day, and although I'm the dean now, I'm still embracing new concepts, and I, I just enjoy learning new things and new ways to do things. You know, it's it's great.
0: I agree with you. I'm with you on that. I love learning new things. It, it keeps you it keeps you alive and thriving when you you know you stumble on something new. It's beautiful.
1: Precisely. I yeah, yes,
0: I agree. So and I it makes I- it Go ahead.
1: ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to say, I I wish I had listened to to, to Curtis when he started doing the film thing at USC because I just felt like, oh, that's not something I can do. Mm -hmm. But I remember when being at Voorhees, the president wanted to start a radio station at Voorhees and a mass comm major. And so when he looked at my Vita and saw I had done all of that stuff at UAPB with the help of Mr. Williams, he said, You need to do the same thing here. Uh-huh. So I guess technology has been embedded in my future for a long time, and I'm yeah. glad I did embrace it, and because now I can look back at the UAPB and I can look back at uh, Voorhees College and I can say, "Hey, I brought that technology to the campus." To
0: so the campus. you did, a pioneer. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, and and technology also helps makes the enrollment process easier. When you say student enrollment,
1: oh yes, because I can be sitting here in Maine and taking a course from somebody in California. Yes, right. And now because of um, having things like uh, uh, Canvas and those type ki- types of um, modalities, I can actually teach a class and be lecturing online to hundreds of students, something that we never thought about in the early years. Yes, so the progression has been great. And I think it's good, as I said, it's good when it works. And if you have people who know what they're doing, it you you can get through it, you know. Yes,
0: yes you can. Even the application process, I'm sure everything is, is so much smoother now versus then yeah. back then <laughs> in the day.
1: <laughs> and then I'm I am i I'm gifted in that if something I don't know how to do something, I just dial Curtis and say, you know, Curtis, how do you do this? Or you and my wife, you know they 'cause they're they're whiz at this kind of thing and Christina's a whiz at it. I'm learning it still, but I'm enjoying it.
0: That's I'm good. Really that's, enjoying it. Yes, that's good. And Curtis, now that's your son.
1: Right. He, he was um I think probably when you grow all of that to them. Yes.
0: No. Well, we give it up for them. Dr. Davis. He yeah. said Dr. Coleman.
1: Yes, Dr. Coleman. And they were wonderful. You I, you I don't know if you remember the young man um oh he used to work in my office at one point but he's now the chairman of the English department. Um oh my god. A memory escapes me. Um, I can't even remember his name, forgive me. But he, he he's back at, at there too. So, you know, UAPB did a lot for a lot of uh, Afro-American students mm-hmm. to speed them along the way. Eric, Eric yeah. is his first name. Eric. And uh, yes. And um, Dr. Davis saw that little light in me, I guess. And said, "Okay, we're going to invest in you. And it wasn't just me, um, Miss Williams, that was in the English department. Uh, There was a young man in the art department. There were three, five of us that they let go off and pursue the doctorate. And so I just have to say thanks to the almighty that we were in the right place at the right time.
0: Amen. Amen. So when you left. UAPB. Did you go to Grambling?
1: No, I went to Voorhees College, which is a small Episcopal school. Okay. And what was interesting was I left Voorhees to come to UAPB, and oh. then fifteen years later, I went back to Voorhees because I was going to be made a full chair, and I had um, I had education um, and the fine arts under my leadership. And after about three years, then I, I became the associate VP for academic affairs, which then meant I had to deal with, you know, doing the schedules and dealing with some of the problems that might come up in academic affairs and kind of running that side of it. And then I got the offer to go to Gramlin and go back into the arts. So I went to Gramlin as chair of visual and performing arts. And after about Three years as the chair, I was called in one day and offered to become the dean, the interim dean. And then a year later, I became the dean. So I was the dean of the largest college there at Grambling. We had sociology, psychology, public administration, uh, biology, chemistry, um, mass communications. No, well, we had mass communications, but they finally went into their own school. And of course, theater and um what else there was one area i'm leaving out uh we also had uh the history department uh and seemed like there's one other one i'm leaving out but we had the largest division oh um dealing with uh it wasn't home economics it was called something else at the time um but it was—it had a home, an economics base, and um, so I, that was under my leadership as well. And I had a wonderful group there, wonderful staff, had a wonderful secretary. Something I didn't have at UAPB until late. <laughs> I don't know whether you remember the two secretaries that we finally got at UAPB just before I left. But um, Grambling was a great experience as well. Experience. I mean, there's nothing like the HBCU institution.
0: I was and, about to uh, ask you that. <laughs>
1: yes, the HBCU institution. I did my last dissertation on HBCU presidents um, because it really, the leadership makes everything that happens happen. Uh, and if you have a great leader, a great person who's a visionary, you can get some things done. Yeah. And I think that's probably why I'm here today, mm-hmm. because I have learned so much from those presidents and his vice presidents and those deans um, that inspired me to be one. And so I came here to just be here for a semester. Mm-hmm. And um, we had a candidate come in a couple of weeks ago. And the committee, after the, the search, said you know what we need some stability i think we should bring dr godwin back and bring him back for the entire year and the president embraced that so i am going to come back and spend another year and when we had uh, dinner last weekend she said to me why don't we just take interim off your name and and make you the full dean and um just bring you back for the year and i said well that's fine with me so that's where we are um, and so I'll be going home to uh, South Carolina in June, and I'll come back here in August and we'll start a new a new arrangement. Yeah. And you know, every institution is different. Mm-hmm. Here we have uh, studies in environmental sciences. I had never been in a, a group of environmental scientists. Uh, we have areas in business. We also have, um, we don't have a theater program, But Mm -hmm. everybody's asking me, will you do at least one show? Will you teach at least one class? And so I've said, okay, I'm going to try to put that in my schedule for next semester. And I'm going to try to do maybe a directed study course in the arts or musical theater course. And I want to work with the high school kids because we have a high school right down the street from the institution. And um, one of the high school students' mother is in um, criminal justice. And criminal justice is also under my uh, program, so I have, yeah, I have both liberal arts and I have the um, the, the business courses as well. So it's a very eclectic uh, division, and I'm trying my best to make sure that I help them to get more established. And um, we're all going through a university-wide accreditation now, mm-hmm. and again. A UAPV taught me all these things about accreditation, which came in very handy at every school I've ever been at. So I'm hoping to be a, a, a positive resource for the institution here.
0: Well, I'm sure you will, Dr. Godwin. Oh, our time is just about out. I wish I could stay on longer with you. But I wanted to get your take on this because um, a lot of the younger uh, students that I've worked with um, and just in my little workshops that I do with, with Millhouse Entertainment. I'd like to get you on the panel one day, but also i want to get your take on it. Some of the younger students say that um, they feel like going to college or university is just a waste of time these days. They say you can you can just make money with you know all the things that you can do with your apps and different things online. How do you feel about that?
1: I don't agree with that at all. I think that's ludicrous. College is the only place that affords you the opportunity to integrate with many different people, many different things, um, exposes you to things that you will never get out there in the real world. Because what you do in the real world um, is predicated by those experiences that you've had on the campus, the -hmm. people that you met. You learn how to network. You learn how to speak. You learn how to dress. You learn how to know when not say anything, yes. and you don't know when to say things. Mm-hmm. So I think going to college strengthens your development and gives you traits that you that you that you don't already have. I mean, you have them in ingrained, but they blossom because yes. of that uh, collegial experience.
0: That is true. That is so true anything else before we go any announcements like what's next for you
1: well maybe before i get too old i might get the chance to be a president for just a little short while i'm entertaining that thought now okay. so i mean you know i have two doctorates, and one is in an administrations and so i've gone all the way up the ladder so why not
0: might we'll see well. what happens. We'll see but what I'm gonna, happens. <laughs> I'm
1: going to work as long as the good man says I can.
0: I know that's right. Well, we'll be rooting for you. And you want to say a shout out to you? you? have fraternity brothers, don't you?
1: Oh, yes. Phi Beta Sigma fraternity. Couldn't have done it without them. I love them. George Hertz. I love that man. That's the way to go. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Phi awesome. Beta Sigma.
0: Five eight of Sigma. All right, we're so glad that you stopped by, and we love you. Keep doing it. Keep inspiring others, and and you know, sharing all that positive energy. We love you, and we'll see you next time. Thank love you so you. much. Thank, Thank
1: you. you so much.
0: All right, Bye-bye. thanks for coming in. Bring it in the house. Bye-bye.